0: Welcome back to Sibling Cinema as we continue with the conclusion of The Worst of the Best. All right, number 82, we're going back in time. Another movie's coming off the 40s, 1944. Yeah, it's interesting, like earlier, it was like we were jumping back and forth between the 30s and the 50s, and now it's the 80s and the 40s. Yeah. Number 82, the nominees, 1944. were Double Indemnity. Okay. gas. Is,
1: has that been redone?
0: Yes, it has.
1: Wait, uh, did I see Double Indemnity? I think you have. Yeah.
0: Fred McMurray is the insurance agent. Potsdam, yeah, you have, yeah, I think it's, I have it's a, that. It's a tremendous movie.
1: Okay, and?
0: um, Gaslight.
1: Oh, yes. I saw that one not that long ago.
0: Yes. No, you didn't see it.
1: Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's what I did there. Uh, <laughs> going my way. Going my way. Since you went away. Never heard of it. And Wilson. Wilson. Yes. Biopic. Bi- is... Biopic of Woodrow Wilson.
1: Okay, not the volleyball.
0: <laughs> no, no, not the volleyball from. Castaway. Okay, so
1: a biopic of Woodrow Wilson. Is it a positive one?
0: Yes. Really. Very hagiographical. Yes. Of... Isn't he like a bad guy? Oh, yeah. The, nobody likes Woodrow Wilson anymore. Wow, but in the... But at the time, he is... was... Uh, um, politically, I mean, he, he was... It was okay uh, to be
1: racist uh, back then?
0: Uh, I, yeah, I don't think that was front of mind about him as much as just the... He was kind of a, an early progressive that was... He inspired in many ways FDR, who was president at the time and his beloved that was He was the Democratic president during World War I and now we have a Democratic president during World War II and he had early versions of what would be the New Deal from.. Okay. So in terms of certain progressive policies we were very popular. But yeah, both sides don't really like him anymore. Yeah, uh, he's been cancelled. Stop it! He at killed. Princeton, wasn't he? Cancelled. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah and he was the um, president of Princeton.
1: And they named something after him the the School of of right. International Relations. Yeah, because or something he was president like of the
0: university. and became president of the right. United States. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. But I anyways, think yeah, Wilson. Is this is probably the first case where, if it had one, it probably would be even farther down the list than the one that actually won.
1: Oh really? Yeah, I think okay. Wilson
0: would be like toward the very bottom. It's it's so boring.
1: Even without
0: the complications of his character, it's just the movie does not work. Yeah,
1: so that didn't
0: win. It didn't win. What were the other ones? Double and Gaslight, Going My Way, and Since You Went Away.
1: So I don't know who won Going My Way.
0: Yes. Okay. Going My Way. Have you ever heard of it?
1: Uh, I have heard of it. Is it like a musical?
0: Uh, not really. Sometimes it's called a, mar- a musical. It has, I think, two songs, maybe three. Yeah. Bing Crosby is um, in it, and okay. the he sings the songs in the, that, uh, diagetically, within the context of the story, so. Okay. Yeah, he plays a young priest who's assigned to a failing parish that's um, with a, uh, crusty old Irishman father, played by Barry Fitzgerald. Probably the best part of the movie. He's Barry Fitzgerald he plays,
1: great. but when you say father, you mean priest? Or, or do you yeah. mean, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, and plays the young priest. Uh,
1: just, Bing Crosby.
0: Yeah, Bing Crosby. Okay, so Bing Crosby comes in as the young priest to just try to revitalize the parish, and mm-hmm. the movie's kind of about that conflict. There's not much plot to it other than that.
1: What and year is this again?
0: 1944. Okay, 44. It's the first Best Picture winner to also win Best Song, because he sings Swinging on a Star. You know that song? Mm. Would you like to swing on a star? Carry Moonbeam's home in a jaw. Or be better off than you are? Or would you rather be a pig? You don't know that song? Okay. <laughs> it's a great song. Probably the best part of the movie. It's the type of movie that I, I want to like because it's very charming and very, it's very old-fashioned. It just doesn't go anywhere. So I think there's an interesting movie to be made about bringing in fresh blood to do of old Paris that's stuck in its ways. But the way he ends up solving their financial problems is that he records a hit single. So it's not like, okay, this isn't about how parishes re. It has, it's, it's not connected to parish life, which I think would be kind of an interesting perspective. I think, you know, if you go to a typical parish priest and say, like, tell me stories about your parish, I think you'd get, like, much more interesting stuff than what goes on in this movie. Okay. It's just kind of. Not well. It's just kind of lame. Yeah. So, do you know what year we're going to for number 81?
1: Um, back to the 80s. Yes. Okay, we're going to go to 81 for 81. 81, yes. 81 for 81. Okay,
0: 1981. Yes. So, we've got Atlantic City, Chariots of Fire.
1: Okay.
0: On Golden Pond. Right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. And Reds. Reds. <laughs> You know Reds?
1: Yeah, long movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yeah, I actually think I saw that. That that one even did it have an intermission.
0: Oh, it might have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Really didn't like Reds. That oh, just kind it's a of great movie. is it. Well, I saw it. I saw it. I think I saw it in the theater. And so we're yeah, talking nineteen eighty one. So I was fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Probably
0: when you're if you're more interested in the history because it's about. Progressive American journalist covering the um, Russian Revolution. Oh yeah. During World War Didn't War.
1: remember that at all. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, so was it not a movie that a fourteen year old loved. I can say that for sure. Uh, what were the other movies? Chariots of Fire I've never seen, but I hear it's
0: great. That that one, uh, right? Yes. Yeah, that won. That is one. the winner.
1: That is the one.
0: Winner. Yeah, yeah I, I you've probably heard that it's great for me because I love Terrors of Fire*. Yeah, um, I've, I've
1: never seen it. Yeah, that's probably is where. I've
0: I think I it. mean Reds was the odds on favorite, and so this was an out of left field surprise winner, really? even. Because Reds. There was Reds, a lot of hype a lot around Reds. I think. A, a lot of hype I around was. Reds, and but as. It got closer to the Oscars on Golden Pond became a huge oh, hit. Yeah. And I saw so that it's one like, too. Oh, maybe on Golden Pond's gonna upset right. Reds and yes. then all of a sudden That it's... has
1: one of my favorite I think it's from On Golden Pond, where it's Catherine Hepburn right. says to Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda. It's like we're not middle aged <laughs> right. people don't live to be hundred and forty. Yes. Oh, it's so great.
0: Yeah. That's that
1: great what I'm that's what I remember.
0: Jane Fonda in that one too. Jane Fonda's yeah. in it. Yeah, Henry Fonda and Catherine Hepburn won Best Actor and Best Actress oh, did they? for it. Okay, I can yes. see that. Uh, yeah, Cherry Fire is about the twenties the twenty four Olympic Games. It's one of my favorite sports movies, just because it's not it's not so much about the big game or the big climax that it's headed towards. Although it does do that, yeah. but it's no about spoilers because I would
1: like to watch it.
0: Yeah, you should. It's about what. Gives you purpose, or what gives you that drive to be excellent? Uh. And it kind of, it starts off with them coming back to uh, Cambridge University. Uh, these are British runners, and seeing the names of the students who were killed in the war. And so it's kind of a framing about how you're remembered hmm. and what purpose drives you forward. I I just I really love the movie. Uh, for a lot of people, I understand it's very slow, and I think that's uh-huh. why it's ranked so low. Uh-huh. But I agree. And, but at the same time, it's not the movie I would have voted for. As I'm sure you could tell from those. Wait, don't.
1: what were the other nominees?
0: Atlantic City on Golden Pond, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> you would have chosen Raiders of I the Lost love,
0: Ark. I love Raiders of the yes. Lost Ark. Yes. Yeah.
1: It definitely holds up. I'm, You could rewatch them that one a lot of times.
0: Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, number 80. We are not going back to the 40s. No. We are going to... This is our first movie off
1: the 90s.
0: Of the the 2010s. 2010s, okay. This is 2018. Whoa. You remember it? I remember 2018. Uh, I remember the pandemic. uh, You have definitely seen at least some of these movies. Okay. Black Panther.
1: Oh, yes. I really like Black Panther. Yes. Yes. Like it a lot.
0: Black Klansman.
1: Black Klansman.
0: Yes. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's a Spike Lee movie. Great.
1: That's, that seems like
0: a... Uh, it's about a black journalist who pretends to be a Klansman, to do a story on Klansmen. How does he do that? He well, it, he does his part over the phone, and then Adam Driver plays his co-worker who does the in-person stuff. Got it. Good movie. Really good movie. Okay. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yes, yeah. You've seen that?
1: Yeah. Queen.
0: Yes. The Favorite? I don't
1: know that one.
0: Green Book? Green Book won. Yes, it did.
1: Uh, I just remember because hearing it, I have no idea what it's about, but I
0: do remember that. Uh, yeah, and then the other nominees are Roma. Roma? Like Roma. Aroma or? Roma. R-O-M-A. Like the city. Like, similar to the city, it's a person's name, but... Oh Roma, it's a Mexican movie, yeah, spelled like the Italian name for Rome. Okay. A Star Is Born. Oh, that's then Lady with... Gaga version. Yeah.
1: Okay. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I heard she was great in it.
0: She was great. Yeah, um, Bradley Cooper, Vice, comical biopic on Dick Cheney.
1: Oh, I watched. That's so interesting. I watched the first few minutes. Yeah. Of that, I only got. A few minutes in, and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I, I it's definitely a up, comedy. I didn't. I, so I didn't know it was going to yeah. be a comedy. I actually thought it was going to be a. I was looking for a documentary.
0: Oh, it's definitely not yeah, a documentary. Yeah.
1: So I got partway in. I'm like, okay, this is.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't entirely work, but. It's, yeah. Um, I don't. I, just, I, I think, think they have nothing, have portrayed.
1: You know. I only got as far as like. He's like the master of the universe kind of thing. and Oh, yeah, like, he's okay. the, yeah, the man behind like, the curtain.
0: Yeah. I know, and I'm right. not, uh, you know, uh, no protective feelings right. towards Dick Cheney. I, I, I don't uh, either, I don't, I don't mind that.
1: Right, I don't know. But I was like, okay, this is, it's not a documentary. I don't feel like being preached to right now. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, feels I'm, like, I think I'm going to look for... Jane the Virgin or something. <laughs> yeah, you
0: can bring that up. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you, <laughs> you should watch it. It's a few fun. of these movies, and you know that Green Book is the winner. I know that Green Book that is the runner. You don't know anything about
1: it? Nothing. I have no idea. Uh, Green Book. Nope. I have no idea what. Yeah, it's about. it does
0: get compared a lot to Darling Miss Daisy, which we do oh. talk about, where it's the roles are reversed. Um, it takes place in the early '60s, where Viggo Mortensen place an Italian, an Italian tough guy who's hired to be the the driver slash bodyguard for uh, a concert pianist played by Mahershala Ali, uh, Don Shirley um, was a real person, uh, but a gay black man in nineteen sixty two doing a oh. an American tour that ends up in the South and so then it's the relationship with this white driver that's. Driving him around, and you know how I defended to an extent driving Miss Daisy for not really being a racism solve movie. Right. Uh, this is a racism solve movie. Is it. It's I mean Mahershala Ali is so brings so much dignity to his role as Don Shirley, that I want to kind of give the movie a pass. But it's just I I really just. It gets over my skin. It's just so, you know, I don't want to give spoilers, but it kind of gives its own, like, it's... The setups are so obvious. Where, You know, the limo driver, Regal Mortensen's character, is told at the beginning like, several times, like, okay, you're not going to get paid unless you complete every performance which I don't really think is legal in terms of labor law, but whatever. But And then it's stressed again. And it's like, okay, so the climax of the movie is going to be that he has to make a decision about whether to stand up against there's going to be some racist thing that happens on the last performance. And, and it just plays out exactly like this. And, you know, the scene where he's doing a piano in the house and he asks to use the... Bathroom, the Don Shirley character. It's like, okay, I know exactly how this is going to play out. And then it just plays out exactly okay, like this. Yeah, they go to a shop and say, hey, okay. I want to go in and buy that suit. I know exactly how it's going right. to play out. And it just does. And it's yeah. just, I went to see it with mom and dad and they loved it. They went head over heels for it. It's, you know, it, so I don't, you know, a lot of people felt. The movie is very comforting, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I, I did not like it. Uh, did you have a favorite from that no year? Sense. Yeah, from that list, from that year, I would go with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is uh, also never saw it. a Coen Brothers movie. Joel oh, and Ethan. Coen. Okay. Joel and
1: Ethan. Never Joel heard and Ethan. of them?
0: Yes, my cat. Your cat? Ethan yeah,
1: it's uh, right near us. Joel is hiding.
0: I kind of like the Star is Born. I like the favorite. A favorite, it's probably my favorite of the bunch that's about Queen Anne, uh, played by Olivia Coleman. Really? Who, you know, wow, she, she was she the just second. Plays yeah, I know, she was <laughs> the second. This is way right before she stepped in on the crown. I do like Black Klansman a lot and Black Panther. Right. So. Okay, yeah. Uh, getting into the 70s, the number 79, we're going to get our we're going to get our first movie out of the 90s. So we're going back to 1996. You remember that year?
1: I do. I had a baby in that year. Oh, you did? I yes. did. Mikey. As, yes. I as, like Mikey. As I did for most of the 90s.
0: Yes. It's another year that features a Coen Brothers movie, but the nominees for this year are The English Patient. Oh, that wins. <laughs> <laughs> Blah. Yes, okay. like already like, <laughs> And other nominees are Fargo. Fargo, I want to it's see just, that one. Yeah, so good. never seen it. Jerry Maguire.
1: Oh, I. That's another fun movie. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. Secrets
0: and Lies. Uh, never heard of it. Yeah, it's an English movie, a really powerful one. Um, and Shine.
1: Shine, I. Th-
0: yeah, you was like Shine that one about a, Vanessa yeah. Redgrave or a Red? I mean, Lynn Redgrave, isn't it? Yeah, Lynn and it's about a, a.
1: Right, yeah. I just there. I didn't buy Australian. Their, I didn't buy their love story. No, it doesn't
0: hold. I, I don't know that anybody's seen it
1: I know I was Genesis. supposed to like it, but
0: I just didn't. No, like there. There's no supposed to like. You, you like what you like. I like what I and like. And you, you did not like the English Patient.
1: I did not like the
0: English Patient. I don't no. even
1: remember it.
0: You bet. You knew right away that because you remember that that one. It's probably why you saw yes. it. Right, or I don't know. What don't you like about it?
1: I don't remember anything about it. The English patient... Okay, I'll be honest. I get this one in Out of Africa confused. It's, they're both bottom quartile. They're both long. Yes. And self-important. I don't know. This was like a long dying... What what happened with the English patient?
0: I don't. Yeah, so remember. there's two timelines. Ray Fines is burnt badly in a plane crash, and so there's this nurse who's nursing him back to health as he's remembering his life before the plane crash, uh-huh. where he was a kind of a map maker, fell in love with this married woman in Northern Africa, and they have an affair just as yeah, the see, war's it's beginning. Like, it's, it
1: is. It's just like the whole African affair thing. It's all the same mm-hmm. as. Out of
0: Africa. This is an entire continent where <laughs> civilization was birthed. <laughs> Africa's beautiful. and I mean, both movies, like, the cinematography is really the best part. I, I kind of liked it a little bit better this time going back into it. The life. English patient. But I still don't think, like, the two timelines, I just don't think they're balanced right. It just doesn't... It it's just it's not told in a particularly sophisticated way, you know. Like like in the movie, he finds out that his a close friend of his committed suicide when he found out about his betrayal or something that he had done. I mean, we never we hadn't really been invested in the friendship enough for that to hit like it should have hit. Yeah, it, it's just. Like I remember it being the sweeping love story, and I think it's a little bit harsher in that angle than I had remembered it. You really kind of feel for the husband, or like the scene where he finds out is very powerfully done. He's actually played by um, Colin Firth, right? Which he wasn't as famous back then, so I didn't
1: right. And you're you're really. It's like you're supposed to be rooting for what seemed to me the wrong
0: couple. Well, and it's not that clear because I think clear stuff on screen that pushes us away. Because he, it's really kind of about his uh, obsession because he resists the affair for a long time and then, but once he gives into it, he just he becomes he, he can't he can't turn it off. Yeah. And so I think that part of it's psychologically interesting. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's very well balanced. And, and and it's a little bit all over the place totally as far as when the affair, you're supposed to be swept up in it mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to be regretting it.
1: Well, I'm just so excited that it's in the bottom quartile
0: and I don't have to watch it again. It is. but uh, Also in the bottom quartile is a movie back We haven't been to the 30s for a while. remember when the 30s was coming off like flies, but we're going back to
1: 1937.
0: Okay. For number 78. Okay. So check out these nominees. I know, actually, you've seen one of them. So the nominees in 1937 were The Awful Truth. Oh. Uh, (laughs) One of my all-time favorites. Captain's Courageous. Never heard of it. Dead End. Never heard of it. The Good Earth? Never heard of it. In Old Chicago? Nope. Lost Horizon? Nope. The Life of Emile Zola? One hundred men and a girl? What?
1: <laughs> Seems so inappropriate.
0: A stage door? No. Oh, and the final one is A Star Is Born. Oh. The yes. first one and we The first one two movies ago it was a losing okay. nominee for the, the fourth version.
1: All right. So, I think it's that one that had the funny name, the Earth, the, not the Earth,
0: but the... The Good Earth?
1: No. all
0: oh, funny names. Lost Horizon, no. The Life of Emil Zola. That one. Yes. That one won. It, did. Yeah. Ben. Do you know who Emil Zola is?
1: No. I don't know anything about it, but I've, Feel like I've heard the name before yeah so I was like okay it's gonna be that one yes yeah. it's right pretty low but it's great so that it's ranked above, the it ranked above the English patient
0: it is right above the English patient so actually, I've only
1: seen the awful truth which go see it people if you haven't oh seen my gosh it. it's
0: so great it's oh my gosh yes. that phone call with the uh, with the lawyer phone? Oh, Marriage is, yes. Marriage <laughs>
1: is a beautiful thing.
0: <laughs> uh, but we like. Shut up, you... <laughs> yeah, Emile Zola was a French writer around the late 19th century. He was kind of an activist, became an uh, a respected um, writer. The movie primarily deals with the Dreyfus Affair. Have you ever heard of the Dreyfus Affair? Yeah. No. Big controversy in France in the late... 1900s, where he, it was a treason case. Um, it was really a case of anti Semitism where a, a Jewish officer was railroaded into a. Someone in the government was selling secrets and they pinned it on the, this Jewish man as a scapegoat to cover up the real culprit and like, manufactured evidence, this, that, and other. Um, so Emil Zola uses his fame as a writer to come to his defense and to uncover this. It's a true story. He was, um, uh, uh, exiled for, like, 20 years or something until it was uncovered, but I think this is a great movie, actually. The first, it's not really the life of Emil Zola. It's mostly about the Dreyfus affair, so I've heard some complaints. That seems kind of a tiki Tac Complaint, It's the wrong title, but Tiki-tac. I, I kind of like Tiki-tac. how it's structured, because the first half hour of the movie just gives you an overview of Emil Zola's life, and we kind of see him as the young radical, and then he just kind of gets, he works his way up into a much more comfortable position, and we can see when this case comes up, he doesn't want to rock the boat. And make waves again because he has achieved this position of comfort. But at the same time, that goes against the ideals that he's always fought for. And so I think that structure kind of helps the story of the Dreyfus affair. It's a little creaky as the <laughs> biography goes. But I'd rank it higher. I mean, I, I just, I think it's almost entirely forgotten, which is why it's not yeah. surprising that it ranks so low. Right.
1: All right, so now we're going to... Where are we? All right,
0: so next we're going to go to number 77. We're already up to number 77. Okay. And we're going back to the 90s. All right. Are excited to go back to the 90s? Back?
1: No. <laughs> now the 90s was just a really busy decade for me.
0: Okay, well... Uh, let's see if you remember any of these nominees from 1998. 1998? Okay. We have... I had my
1: fifth baby in
0: 1998. Mm, yes, you did. I did. Yeah. Little fact. Is that true? Julian. Um, yes. So, we have Elizabeth. Like the queen? Yes, Elizabeth I. Oh. By Kate Lantat.
1: I've never heard of it. I mean, I've heard of Queen Elizabeth.
0: Life is beautiful.
1: Is that the one with, like, autism or something? No, no, it's an
0: Italian movie, the Holocaust. The oh. The father, um, like, kind of protects the child. I, I did see that. Pretending that it's a Oh,
1: a, right.
0: A show or they
1: were in hiding <laughs> yeah. or something. And yeah.
0: Yeah, they were in a
1: concert. Oh, camp. gosh. I. Th- oh, they were in a concert. I, I saw life. this one a long time ago. I did see yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Was it dubbed? Uh, no, in uh, English?
0: No, it was made in Italian. I mean, uh, there are dubbed versions out there. I don't know what you saw. But...
1: I mean, so was I watching a movie in Italian?
0: I don't know if you saw a dubbed version or not, but I've, I watched it in Italian with English subtitles.
1: Okay, that's probably yeah. what I saw, too. Right. Oh, dubbed is... Sorry, I'm so stupid. Dubbed <laughs> is different from English subti- from subtitles. Dubbed yes. is when they, like, fake the voices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the voiceover. Saving Private Ryan.
1: Yes, heard of it.
0: Shakespeare in Love.
1: Yes, I've heard of
0: that. And The Thin Red Line.
1: A thin Red Line. So I have not. I've heard of all of them. I like maybe I've heard of A Thin Red Line, but yeah, yes. Shakespeare and Love. Pretty sure I saw.
0: Yes.
1: That's Romeo and Juliet with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Okay, I saw that. And some somebody I'm supposed to remember, some young punk
0: guy. Uh Joseph Fiennes plays the lead. He plays Shakespeare. Oh,
1: Joseph Fiennes. He's not no. Voldemort. That's the other fine? Rafe? No, yeah, Rafe
0: finds. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, so not a young punk guy, but. What was the other one
0: you said? Uh, well, there's Elizabeth, Life is Beautiful, Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love, and The Thin Red Line.
1: I, to be honest, Saving Private Ryan, A Thin Red Line?
0: No? I have no idea. No, Saving Private Ryan was a heavy favorite, and then Shakespeare in Love won.
1: Really? Okay. Um, Saving Private Ryan Spielberg?
0: Spielberg, yes. Okay,
1: that was the big epic. Uh,
0: Yeah, Matt Damon, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, uh, I was going to say Tom
1: Hanks. The the brothers?
0: Yeah, all of his brothers were killed during the D-Day invasion, Mm -hmm. Matt Damon's brothers. And so he's missing in action, the only remaining son. So Tom Hanks is sent on a mission to find him. Right. Yeah, a very powerful movie, really big hit to his strong favorite to win. And then Shakespeare in Love came out of nowhere to win. And What do you think happened there? I think it was just that saving, my personal opinion. It, it,
1: well, it got more votes. It got more votes, yes. <laughs> yes. It and won. I think the reason it got more <laughs>
0: votes is just because I think Saving Private Ryan came out in the summer and it had been the favorite for so long that, you know, this shiny new thing came out late in the year and it's just like, oh, let's just do this. And, and so I had always, I think I liked it when it came out, but I always just remembered it as this disposable trifle that just kind of caught fire at the right time and ended up getting wildly overpraised. And going back and revisiting it is, this is really what makes doing something like this worthwhile, is to see something that i had written off and then just, like, falling in love with it when I revisit uh. it. I love Shakespeare in Love. Really? It's just, it just hit all the right buttons for me. It's, if you don't remember, it's kind of a fanciful movie about Shakespeare putting on Romeo and Juliet. And it's, it's not based on fact, but just it's, it's kind of a reimagining of this love story he's experiencing while he's writing this play. It's initially Romeo and Ethel, the pirate's daughter, and it becomes goes from a silly comedy to high tragedy because of, of his experience, and it's just got such an amazing tone where it gets so much right. About this Elizabethan era, the Shakespearean era, and the figures that are around at the time, while still having you know this very tongue-in-cheek anachronistic kind of attitude, that it's it's it reminds me in a way of the Princess Bride, where it's just a movie that that aims for a very unique. Tone that shouldn't work but is able to maintain it throughout. I wouldn't say it's it's as good as The Princess Bride, which is, I just adore, but it's just I would a love, near perfect movie. I would just love to go back and and revisit and just re, revisit this world. I just I was so really so
1: this with it. movie. Then maybe I didn't see it. It's not a modern
0: day. Take on it? No, there. it's set in 1590s. Oh. Uh, Judy Dench plays Queen Elizabeth I.
1: Oh, I could see her as a fabulous... Yeah. You know, now that we say this, I don't know if
0: I have seen it. Colin Firth plays the cutball. I, I really like Colin Firth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's great to see him in this early role as just the uh, comic villain. He just kind of chews oh. up the scenery. I think it was kind of easy to write off at the time because there's this kind of trend in the mid 90s of these kind of love triangle movies about a uh, uh, the rich woman and the the guy she loves that is she can't date because of his class and she's being required to marry this stuffy old mm. other guy George of the Jungle We'd skip from George of the Jungle to Titanic yes the, which is the same no, story we're gonna get all into that <laughs> once Titanic comes up okay soon I hope toward that. the end of this list <laughs> <laughs> just after maybe the week after we do Casablanca oh harsh <laughs> no
1: we, we We have a thing
0: with (laughs) Titan. Yeah. I I wouldn't even say I'm a huge defender, but Bonnie hates it. But we're going (laughs) to eventually watch it again with uh, an open mind and then we'll have a fun discussion. That's right. Whenever it is. Right. um, Remember
1: that time that I loved that one movie and I defended it and then you were like, it's not a great movie. And then I watched it again and
0: was like, oh, yeah. Mr.
1: Holland's Opus. Mr. Holland's Opus. I really defended that greatly, and then watched it again. And
0: yeah, I don't don't think it was so much that I, I, I hated it, but that you, you said I was um, a less substantive (laughs) person because I would have said substantive. Substitute person because I had the audacity to prefer uh, Toy Story. Oh my gosh, is that, that what we
1: did. were talking about? Yes, because it um, was the so, same year. That That's was the same an What year was movie. this? 1995. Oh, yeah. so I just that has to be because of my 90s delirium. <laughs> yes. I just never get a full night's well, sleep. When your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes. well, I mean, it happens every time we get in a discussion like that. Yes. You're always right.
0: Well, that's no big noise. But the, <laughs> Toy Story is better than Mr. Holland's. That's episode. clearly, that's yes. true. Uh, so I can love Shakespeare and Love. It really just, um, really hit a sweet spot for me. Okay, so, I might watch uh, that. Yeah, it's on, uh, at least when I was, had gotten to it, I was on HBO Max. Uh, so, number 76, we're going back to the 60s, our second movie out of the 60s. Okay. 1968. You remember this very well? Um, not well, but I was one. Yeah, so we have Funny Girl, The Lion in Winter.
1: Barbara Streisand.
0: Yes. Funny Girl. Oh, uh-huh. Very good. The Lion people, in Winter. People. Yeah. What was that? People.
1: Oh. People. oh, is that from Funny Girl? Yeah. Or is that just Barbara uh, Streisand?
0: No, it's from Funny Girl. Okay. Yeah. That's but been out that it's from Funny Girl.
1: Okay, I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, <laughs> it's flying to a rage, man. Yeah. Funny Girl, in Winter, Oliver, Rachel, Rachel, and Romeo and Juliet. Okay. The 1968 okay. version. Any, anything jump out or do you know what one there
1: Rachel Rachel no nope. um, I don't know Oliver <laughs> Oliver okay yeah you know Oliver I I mean I know
0: the story yeah. uh, the book right yeah Oliver Twist yeah yeah it's the musical on version. version of Oliver yeah The. not, not Oliver and Company yeah. <laughs> may I have another yeah some more yes <laughs> Consider yourself. Consider yourself at Home. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, a, it's a fun little musical. Um, I think that it's fine here in the 70s. It's a little bit...
1: In the 70s, uh, meaning ranking?
0: Ranking okay. in the 70s, yes. Yeah, this is 1968. Uh, yeah, it's a fine movie. This is coming in a decade where... Broadway adaptation of musicals were winning over and over again. This is probably the weakest one of the ones that went in the 60s, or we will get to eventually the West Side Story, My Fair Lady, and oh. Sound of Music. Oh, which I all like all of them. Than, yeah. yeah. Uh, and oh, so all of
1: those plus Oliver from yeah. the same decade? Yeah. Wow. 61 to so 68. it's like that was the thing where now the thing is Marvel movies. Yeah, was, well, well don't they do Those soon. don't win best picture, right? But, <laughs> anyway. but that's yeah. what was being made.
0: Yeah, this was kind of a surprise winner over. I think at the time, the Lion of winter was expected to win. That's a movie about Henry the Second and his uh, arguments with his wife Catherine of Aragon, um, Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn. So this is the brother of Henry the Eighth. No, Henry the Second. So. Well, or but, uh, Henry the Second from who was king the king in Becket, Thomas Beckett, so that time frame. Henry okay. the Eight Henry the Second. Yeah. So he was before Henry VIII. Six hundred years earlier.
1: Oh, but Catherine of Aragon was married to Henry the Eighth.
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, of course. If it's for Catherine of Aragon, but I I clearly said Eleanor of Aquitaine. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> is Gaslight one of our pictures that we're going to be seeing?
0: Well, we talked about that a little while like, ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. we need to revisit Gaslight
1: because you've said Catherine of Aragon. All right.
0: did, you, did you hear the other version? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. yeah, Who's Eleanor the Eleanor of Aquitaine. Yes. Eleanor uh, of Aquitaine. Just, okay. Yeah, so Henry
1: II, like so much yeah. before the. Yeah. The, so this is like 1100s. Okay.
0: 11, 1200s. Okay. And he's they're, He's deciding who to name his heir among his three children. Okay. Uh, One of them played by a very young Before
1: he Occam even.
0: William <laughs> <laughs> <of>
1: Ockham?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a non-sequitur. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I think he's get like 1,300. That's we'll this countdown in a <laughs> hours. So. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah, I'll so, no, <laughs> stop. This is kind of entertaining. Yes, but we're up to 75 already. Woohoo. And we're going back to the 30s. 1932. Okay. And this is a
1: silent film? No. No. Were there still no, silent really... films in 1932?
0: Um. Very rarely. Uh, okay. Very, very few. That's
1: mostly 20s? 29? Yeah. And it cut mostly off? Mostly 20s,
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, the... First Best Picture Winner is a silent movie and the second Best Picture Winner is a musical. So okay. uh, it's a big change. Ooh. So the nominees in 1931-32, because this is when they were doing split the years, are Aerosmith, Bad Girl, The Champ, Five Star Final, Grant Grand Hotel. One Hour with You, Shanghai Express, and The Smiling Lieutenant. What was the last one? The Smiling Lieutenant. Spinaling? Smiling. Smiling. Yes.
1: I saw Shanghai Express. Oh, you did? Well, actually, it might have been a remake. Has there been a remake?
0: Not that I know of. Okay, then. uh... Marlena Dietrich sounds right I don't know yeah. she is but... well, she's the star I oh, was express yeah it's the uh, train ride like right. it's uh, hijacked oh <laughs> <laughs> maybe I didn't
1: <laughs> I thought I watched it oh never mind that was a very
0: good movie was it yeah. what else happens in that I don't remember that so she's like a a courtesan or a, a kind of a at at a high-priced call girl, I mm-hmm. would say. Uh, uh, Shanghai Lily. Uh, she had turned to that life after a relationship ended and that officer that she had been with is, is now on the train with her and with others. Uh, but at this time, there's a lot of um, stuff uh Going down in China, a lot of political turmoil, and the rebels stopped the train and pulled this officer hostage who was her former okay, um, lover. and uh, yeah. Well, I John retract my students. former
1: statement because none of that sounds familiar?
0: It's a, it's a great movie, yeah. So Have you heard of any of these
1: movies? I've heard of Shanghai Express. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say that that was the best winner Oh, except that it's really marked low, so yeah. if you say it's a great movie, it probably wouldn't... It would no, Shandering's
0: try... Press would, would be high. The, actual the winner, I'm really surprised, it's ranked this low. I wasn't expecting it, but it's uh, Grand Hotel.
1: Grand Hotel? Yes. Yeah, I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah, it's set at the Grand Hotel in Berlin in 1932. Grand Hotel is... Um, it's kind of an interesting year to be set in Berlin as kind of last last gasp of freedom before things start going really in a bad way in Germany, but they had no idea at the time this movie was made. So this is kind of a historical footnote.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitler this, comes into power sometime, what, like
0: 33? 30, 32, 33, yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, this is kind of an all-star cast of these... People who come into the hotel, uh, they're these guests for just a few short days, and they all have their little dramas that play out and kind of the plots interlock with each other. It's kind of like a concept that you'll see in like a fantasy island or a love boat. I was just going to say, it sounds
1: like the love boat.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so it's really fascinating. Joan Crawford, isn't it very young, Joan Crawford? And Greta Garbo, Um, have you ever heard her line, I want to be alone? No. Okay, well, that's her famous line is from this movie. Okay. And it's just, it's a terrific... Is she well a German made, actress? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a terrifically well-made drama. It is, in Oscar history, as the only Best Picture winner to have not gotten any other nominations. Oh. So it was nominated only for Best Picture, and Okay. it won. It's yeah, so well, a lot fewer categories back to, then, so...
1: Just... You do one thing, do it yeah. right.
0: Go for the go for the top. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's it's not a masterpiece, but it's awfully good. I am just I thought it was highly regarded. So it's one of the interesting things about all this like this is, Was it you again? Yeah. I had it lived at sixty. Okay. Yeah, oh kind well, it. of twenty nine and then a bunch of horse in the seventies. So it's pretty consistently in the seventies and okay. twenty nine from Slant magazine is is really holding it up here. So it would have been even lower. Yeah, I'm 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 surprised it's worth it's, seeing. it's worth seeing, yeah.
1: Okay, go see Grand We're, Hotel.
0: Go see Grand Hotel and Grand Hotel is the our fifth movie so far from the thirties. So the thirties is already half wow. half gone. Yeah. And we're about to go back into the 90s. The 90s. third movie out of the 90s. We're going okay. to 1995. The nominees in 1995 were Apollo 13. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Babe. Oh,
1: yes. I saw that. Braveheart. I did not see that. The Postman. No. Il I Postino. D- Il Postino. No, yeah, I didn't see saw that. The Postman,
0: yeah. Is, it, it's is an it, Italian movie the English title is the postman is it subtitles or yeah I mean there you could find a dubbed version I'm sure but yeah okay it's in Italian okay and sense and sensibility
1: oh yes yeah. I love that movie too yeah.
0: so you know this year pretty well I do know this year pretty
1: well I don't in, remember let's you know see which one won? who won I'll say the postman no because to be high drama and Eyebrow. We'll do the one that's not in English. Let's see. Out of those, I think Babe won. Did Babe win? No. No. I have no idea.
0: No, Braveheart won.
1: Oh, Braveheart, yeah. I could see that. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That seemed very violent. I didn't see it.
0: It is very violent. And it's a movie I just it really... Gets, it gets my dander up. I just don't like it. And I never really liked it. Okay. I really just, I don't like it. It's, it's, I just think that the approach to the violence is just very, just strikes me as very childish. You know, I want to be sensitive because this is a movie that a lot of people just find thoroughly inspirational. I okay. absolutely adore it. Like, what kinds it's, of people? Well, I know Young men, or... I'm a, I, I I was kind of delighted to see you make this though, because for a long time, like, I was the only person I knew who didn't love Braveheart. And it's kind of... Changed particularly since the Mel Gibson scandals. Okay. Um, but also, sense. I just don't think it ages particularly well with the violence.
1: What's the basic story? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, that it's it.
0: uh, Braveheart is William Wallace, who is a, a Scottish, it takes place when the English government is oppressing the Scottish. Tribes and they band together to fight against the English. Is like what? Yeah, this is like medieval um, years. Yeah, Edward the Second. So I think like 13, 1300 Okay. Or so, so. Plus or minus. Okay. One hundred fifty years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it was probably around 13
1: Okay, so medieval time frame.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and for a movie that's set, here's my thing with it. For a movie that's set, the storyline that it picks is an underdog story, or mm-hmm. it's on the side of the oppressed. But it's just the movie itself strikes me as being just preoccupied with root strength and has a very a disdain for weakness. So it's, I don't think, it doesn't work for me because it's not, as an underdog story or as a story of the oppressed, it doesn't have a lot of sympathy for those that don't hold power. And one of the scenes that's been very controversial is a character gets thrown out of a window as a joke or as a gag. And to give you the background to it, the uh, Longshanks is the is the nickname for Edward II, the king. Uh, his son, future Edward III, is a homosexual, which is largely assumed in history, but in Mel Gibson's telling, it's very obvious. Okay, he steers into those stereotypes very heavily, um, and he has his advisor is very clearly his lover. And so the just the scene where the king takes the lover and throws him out the window. And well it's very controversial because of the dynamic of the you know violence against homosexuals. And just the way it's it's so the scene is set up as a joke, and you know, uh, even to the extent of the you know the soldiers who see the body fly out the window, and they give these silly looks. And and the thing that got, when I saw it initially, like the whole theater erupted in applause. Really, at this person okay. getting killed, which, Okay. and so does I he play that, a bad I, guy, or does he? That's well, Gibson's defense is that the king is a bad guy okay but his acts of villainy in the movie are framed very differently he's not a very subtle director it's uh-huh. very like what he's sense of you know going into battle he'll say oh send the irish out because they'll get slaughtered and we want to sacrifice them and then it'll cut to somebody looking you know with a furrowed brow and and so it's very solemn like oh this is a bad guy. Okay. Where here this is this kind of a flex. Gibson says he's doing it to show how cruel the king is and I think he's if that's true he's just not a very competent filmmaker cuz I don't think that's the effect he get. He, so I you know and the, the and I saw it again in the theater and also got applause then. So I don't think it's just that it's a rowdy crowd. I think he's very much filming this scene to be exciting. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, and I, I want to be careful here because I'm not saying that people, I know a lot of people love this movie, and I'm not saying that uh, if you love it, you're homophobe or you're right. a fascist. Or it's, I think that I don't see it as inspirational and I just, I don't, I don't like the movie and
1: where did you, you rank it because your ranking is one of the
0: many that's true uh, I ranked it at 81 okay actually my, oh no well, mine's actually not the lowest okay. uh, there's slant has it at 90 82 82 for rotten tomatoes so it, a lot of ranks in the 70s so wow IMDB has it up at 13.
1: Wait, 13 of all time? Yeah. Wow. And
0: there's a lot of uh, bros on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> but again, it, it's, it's a movie that has a lot of people get a lot out of Braveheart that I just don't get out of it. Okay. And without doing a full episode on it, I might as well just leave it there. Okay. I I don't like it. But I I have been like redoing my ranking as I'm going through and right now I have it just ahead of Cimarron at the bottom. So <laughs> I like to considerably less okay. this revisit.
1: All right. So Braveheart is like your Titanic for me, except I haven't rewatched Titanic.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't like Braveheart.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I, I just it's not my kind of movie because
0: I don't I don't love violent movies. We're going all the way up to 2017 for the next one. Really? No, really. I was very surprised to see Brink at, here at 73, but uh, the nominees for this year, 2017, not that long ago, no. is Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour.
1: Oh, I haven't heard of either of
0: those. Uh, Dunkirk?
1: I have, I want to see
0: that. Okay. Uh, Get Out?
1: That sounds funny. Mm-hmm. It's a know. horror
0: movie. It's a <gasps> Oh really? Horror movie, yes. A Ladybird?
1: Oh, uh, Ladybird? Oh,
0: Lady uh, yes. Phantom Thread?
1: Phantom Thread? Mm-hmm. Is another horror th- movie?
0: Uh no, it's a drama.
1: Never about, heard of it. Um,
0: fashion designer. Wow, I've heard of, uh, I heard a uh, Ladybird. The Post?
1: Nope.
0: The Shape of Water?
1: Oh, that one wins. Yes. <laughs> I just cuz I remember the, it wasn't a
0: controversial. The three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. That's the name of a movie. Yeah, that's the last one.
1: Okay, sorry, spoiler
0: alert, but no, I, the I remember uh,
1: this. Sh- I remember The Shape of Water one and just people talk. Maybe it was. I don't know. Did Mom not like it?
0: Uh, trying no, to I, think don't think, I don't think I don't Mom saw it. I didn't see okay. it with her. Okay. It is. I don't think Mom would like it. It's so, a. It's a visually very beautiful movie directed mm-hmm. by Guillermo del Toro. I don't know if you've heard of *Pan's Labyrinth*, but he did that. Oh. Um And just, I just like uh, call um, heightened realism, um, just this uh, a very beautiful looking movie. I think for me, it's a little empty. What's it's it about? Well, it's about it it's kind human... of a fairy tale for adults, but it's a. Okay. Uh, uh, it's set in the 60s and there's a uh, deaf woman who's a cleaning person for this high um, security facility and they capture a, some sort of strange sea creature that they're going to use against the communists, against the Soviets, or use that as a weapon somehow, and she becomes friends. With the fish person, and eventually lovers, and she helps rescue him.
1: She becomes lovers with the
0: fish. Yeah, it was it was derided at the time as the fish sex movie, (laughs) Okay. the woman has sex with a fish. And (laughs) yeah, it's again, the movie looks great. It strikes me as pretty empty. I I just I think it's kind of in a strange spot where it's trying to be a fable, a simple fable, but then in other ways it just kind of tries too hard to... I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of The Shape of Water, but I was not expecting it to rank this low. Oh, shoot. I ranked it 86, so it <laughs> actually might be my fault. <laughs> Did I? was that an accident? Yeah, you know, I didn't really put a lot of attention into this list. <laughs> I really, I don't like oh, to... I had this rank below Braveheart. I wouldn't anymore. You, you ranked it below Braveheart. And my original list, yeah, yeah, I've heard it was eighty one. Yeah, yeah, so but it's still it's Okay. Um so But of that year done. are
1: there any great movies?
0: I that think is... Get Out is terrific. I really like Lady Bird too. Yeah, I like um Dunkirk and probably by Your Name. And Phantom Thread I like a lot. So, yeah, most of the nominees I like. I'm not a real big fan of the poster or three billboards outside of *Epic Missouri.
1: All right, well, that's the shape of water.
0: That's the shape of water, and we're down to 72. We're almost done. And we're going back to 1949. Back Seems to like 40s. it would be a
1: good year for movies. I don't know. The 40s seemed like a lot of good yeah, movies no. then.
0: That... Well, we're not ranking the year, it's right. just the winner. Okay. And the nominees were All the King's Men. Battleground, the Heiress, a letter to three wives, and a Twelve O'Clock High.
1: Is it Twelve O'Clock High? as a western
0: war movie, uh, right? Oh, I don't know. Actually, it's, I haven't seen it. Well, Isn't it, me? a pilot. Yeah, it's a war movie. Okay. 12 uh, Gregory Peck okay. is a uh, air force officer.
1: Oh, Gregory Peck. Yes. Well, I would like I that. Think. Well, since
0: I've said I haven't seen it, then obviously you know that's yes. not the winner. Yes. So
1: we can eliminate that, and I haven't heard of any of the rest of them. So yeah. I have no idea. Well, the winner is *All
0: the King's man. Okay. Story of political corruption, kind of a takes place in the South. It's kind of a figures loosely based on Huey Long, a populist charlatan, and it's the obviously the title. Well, the title comes from the nursery rhyme *Humpty Dumpty*, but it was. All the king's horses and all
1: the king's The, king's
0: the connection to um, political corruption would uh, prompt the name of all the presidents. Men, obviously later. On yeah, I was that. just gonna.
1: Yeah. I was just gonna ask that. So the it's kind all of the based on this. All the presidents men is the Watergate one, from but the movie was probably from the seventies. Seventy six. So. Yeah. Oh, so right afterwards. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow, and then. Played on this, all the king's men, basically yeah. corruption in the empire, at the highest exactly. at the highest levels. Yeah, and
0: it's an interesting movie about corruption. When I you know put in seventy two and this name came up, I was pretty shocked. It's like all the king's men is up already, and then when I put it on, it's like. Admitted, and I'm like, oh, I know why this is <laughs> ranked <story's> so low because <laughs> it's I've completely forgotten that it has point of view problems. It it it, it tells the story from the point of view of this really bland hanger-on type character, and I think they just uh, that part doesn't work. And I had kind of forgotten that angle. Uh-huh. The okay. the meat of the movie, uh, Roderick Crawford's performance is this this populist uh, charlatan really works but it, 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 it it's probably because of the production code at the time you, you had to be very particular in how you portray corruption just because there was a lot of rules about how you can political figures had to be virtuous so it interesting it, it kind of, I don't know how the book is as far as that point of view problem, but yeah, I, I can kind of see why it's done it. What Maybe year's too. the book? Um, I think it's pretty current to the, the so 40s. 40s, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Robert Penn. Uh, so then um, we only have two left. Uh, number 71, we're going all the way up to 2001. 2001? So, our nominees... It was
1: a good year. We'd already managed the whole Y2K crisis.
0: Well, we also had the deadliest, deadliest attack on American soil. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, <laughs> other than that...
1: <laughs> 2000, oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Like that.
1: Yeah. A Beautiful life. Mind. Okay.
0: Gosford Park. What is it? Gosford Park. Okay. In the bedroom. The Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Ooh. And Moulin Rouge were the nominees. Oh. Again,
1: Moulin Rouge was a. Um, Nicole was Kidman?
0: Nicole Kidman,
1: yes. Yeah. Um, wow, let's see. I think maybe a Beautiful Mind one.
0: Yes. Yeah. Have you seeing Beautiful Mind?
1: I is that the one that is a autism or or yeah, some it's a, sort of it's a biography of John Nash.
0: He has schizophrenia
1: schizophrenia yeah and then but it's sort of a love story
0: yeah yeah I, Jennifer Connolly plays his wife yeah
1: yeah I so I have seen it mm-hmm. I don't remember very much about it. I don't remember if I liked it. yeah, or I think I might have do you remember me saying? Maybe I didn't, I just didn't buy the, the love
0: story. Okay, uh, I can see that. I mean, it's a fine movie. I mean, Ron Howard, Ron Howard directed it. Opie. Uh-huh. Um, Opie. OP. Uh, yeah, and it's just, he's very, he's more of a talented director than, um. Particularly creative or imaginative one. It's just kind of he he makes crowd pleasing pictures, uh, which is fine. I think his this movie is probably Apollo thirteen really uh-huh. um, really well told. But most are it's the type of movie that your grand aunt is going to tell you oh you just have to see this movie you know it's right. It, it, It takes his dealing with the schizophrenia and just kind of breaks it down into story pieces of, you know, the first act, he's not aware of his problem, and then the second act, he struggles with it, and the third act, he overcomes it, and it's kind of designed to, you know, reach this climax. But at the same time, you're dealing with, first of all, a real person's life and also... You're dealing with mental health issues, which society is kind of changing on how we want to see those depicted, uh-huh. and so the movie faces a lot of criticism. One for its accuracy, which I tend to not care about. If you know, it's not a documentary; it's a drama. But you know, that's another discussion. Uh, but as far as depicting schizophrenia is just you know a problem that the individual needs to confront and then deal with in his own way it's it almost diminishes the need to get professional help and take medication so it gets a lot of criticism from that perspective because okay. it, it does kind of it, it treats it as a you know uh-huh. storytelling problem okay like yeah.
1: BD, well 2001. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, but very... it's a
0: pleasant movie. It's like, I, I, I'm not surprised by how you described it because it's the sort of movie that you leave the theater saying, oh, that was pleasant, and then never think about it again. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it is was actually the 24th worst Best Picture winner, which would actually close out the bottom quartile. Um, we are going to go into one more, which is at... 25th from the bottom is technically in the third quartile, but. but Very controversial. What? That we're doing that. Oh, we could do a standalone episode on it. No, that's (laughs) okay. I don't. (laughs) It's actually a pretty good movie. I'm surprised it's here. We're going back to the 80s. Okay, 80s. Uh, 1983. Yeah, number 70 on the list. And I'm pretty sure you're going to know which of these is the winner, but the nominees are The Big Chill. Chill the dresser, the right stuff, tender mercies, and terms of endearment.
1: Well, I remember terms of endearment, yes, and the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember the big chill? The big chill, what I've the name sounds familiar.
0: It's like a bunch of baby boomers getting together for a reunion.
1: Yeah, who's in that? They play
0: a lot of 60 movies. Um, Kevin Kline. Um, Sounds vaguely familiar. Uh, yeah, Mary Kay Place, William Hurt, Jeff Goldblum, Glenn Close.
1: So jo it's... Joe Beth
0: Williams. It's what
1: either... Else? I think it's either... I feel bad because I don't know this and you said I would oh, know I it. thought I It's either the right stuff or Terms of Endearment. Mm-hmm. So I'll say it's Terms of Endearment.
0: It is Terms of Endearment.
1: Yep. That's why
0: it's yeah, ranked lower.
1: If it were the right stuff, would it be ranked higher? Yeah, I think it would. Yeah.
0: Um, the right stuff is uh, pretty well-remembered. I, I would have thought Terms of Endearment would be higher because it's, it's a really well-written drama. Uh, but I do get the complaint where you, know, you have the whole... Is this Shirley MacLaine? Yeah, Shirley MacLaine and Deborah Winger, mother daughter. Right,
1: right. Okay, I saw yeah. this actually not that long ago. Right.
0: Technical Nicholson plays the next door neighbor. Right. Astronaut. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a wonderfully well written movie. Yeah, it's movie. actually a
1: decent movie. I, I mean, it is a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, the name, I always get it confused with Steel Magnolias, but I like this one better. Yeah, it is better. I think
0: the I really like the trend, Shirley
1: maclaine Deborah Winger. Oh, their relationship like their relationship
0: is terrific. It's yeah. really it's really great and I like yeah. I also like how her marriage is portrayed and mm-hmm. the, kind of the, how it positions the affair she has with John Lithgow. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a well written movie. I think what um, holds it back is that the whole the cancer angle the last act right. is is an easy way to generate tears right to be a, it it's almost feels like a cheat especially and I think the movie is hurt by the fact that it ap- after its success it was used quite a bit you know you have yes. Magnolias does it too right. and Beaches and uh-huh. Forever yeah a whole bunch of them in terms of endearment wasn't the first because Love Story did it before, but I think it became more common after Terms of Endearment. And so I think it kind of gets put in that bucket where, and it's true, that's an easy way to get tears, but I think it's so well written that the, those scenes have stake. You know, it generates the tears, not just because this is a person with. Cancer, but a person with a very distinct personality who've gotten to know in her relationship with her mother and right. her relationship with her kids and her husband's or her husband and, and all sorts of things. So I, I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, I just think that it depicts uh, well a troubled relationship and then also that. The, there's a lot that you can do with a mother daughter of you know just flipping who's sort of caring for who and and who's I don't yeah. know they were I, I remember Shirley MacLaine as a um, she can yes. she can be a very di- unlikable very dun- character yes. and then you and know then but on and, and then and switch then, um... to have to take care of things and. Uh, anyway, but just kind of like life, you know. Just,
0: yeah. Just uh, okay. Yeah, similar to my kind the, the mother daughter relationship in Ladybird too. Oh, they kind of switch on the time. They have it as
1: Ladybird and her mother or Ladybird and her daughter?
0: Ladybird and her mother. Okay. Yeah. In the movie. I, I've never seen was, the movie, oh, okay, so yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's not Ladybird Carter. It's a character named Lady Bird. It's a high schooler. Oh, this
1: has nothing to do with LBJ's <laughs>
0: wife. LB, yeah, uh, Johnson, not uh, Carter. Sorry.
1: This doesn't have anything to do with Lady Bird. No,
0: I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, Sacramento um, okay. teenager in like the early two thousands. Oh, by Lady Bird. Well, see, because... I wanted
1: to watch it because I thought it was about Lady Bird Johnson. I think Still you should watches. watch it. It's a good okay.
0: movie. I, I like Lady Bird. Okay. It's yeah. They have an interesting dynamic without the whole cancer angle. But anyway, you know, I in like terms of endearment. It's not. It's not like particularly outrageous down mm-hmm. at seventy. Again, it's yeah. in the But the right stuff is a child. fun
1: one to rewatch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like Even though you know it, how yeah. it's gonna end and. Yes. All of that.
0: It's. Yeah, so we're through our summary and Woo-hoo. and you know we're ready to dig in. <laughs> Maybe at some point we'll revisit some of these on a, a fuller episode, or we'll, we'll see. I mean, we've got a plenty of movies ahead of us, so. Yeah. So, next next time we're going to start with our 69th movie on the list. That we're going to do, you're going to have to watch it. Yes, we're gonna have okay. We're going to have it. Okay. All right, um, I so can you do wanna that. want to know what it is? I want to know what it is. It's Wings wings yes never heard of it nope okay well uh, you'll find out because <laughs> you have to watch it
1: 1927.
0: okay all right here we go okay until then